0: It's time for another episode of The Josh Castle. <laughs> i Josh cast happy Josh cast. theme it, terrible theme right there. That's what happens when I try to write the theme myself. I should just get, I should hire someone else to do the theme. Uh, I try. It just hasn't been a good process trying to get someone to write a good theme for this. It just has not been a good process at all. But what can you do? What can you do? You can only move forward. So, still worrying about the bladder situation. That's still happening. Uh, Trying to... I don't think my doctor entirely knows why, but my uh, bladder is not uh, uh, squeezing as well as it should be. And so whenever this happens and there's an unknown I enter this mindset where I say to myself I can figure this out myself I had a 3.8 GPA in high school I can let's figure this out let's use logic and the internet which are two words that have never been used together and will never be used together again. And I start Googling it and I try to figure out what to do. And one idea apparently is I should be doing Kegel exercises to strengthen my bladder muscles or to strengthen the pelvic floor muscles, I, I don't know. Muscles need to be strengthened so I should be doing Kegels. So, last night I started to do Kegels. And I went, oh, it's Kegels, yeah, I got this, this is easy. Kegels, got it. And after about the second Kegel, I went, I'm out. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. So I think I, I, basically, my bladder needs to start lifting weights. That's apparently the solution here. My bladder needs to be pumped up. So that's, uh, that's a new challenge. That's going to be fun. I have heard other comedians talk about this, but what I guess I'm entering the period in my life where exercise is necessary just to maintain what I've got which sounds so sad to me. Terribly sad. That that's, you know, terribly sad to me. That there's got to have the routine maintenance. It's like, you know, taking in that 30-year-old Toyota Corolla to get serviced. That's where I'm at in my life. It's not this, I'm not the sexy car anymore. I never was the sexy car. But there was a period of my life where I was at my sexual prime. At least according to the Wikipedia article. Right around the time I was supposedly in my sexual prime, I was experiencing major depression. So I didn't even notice I was in my sexual prime. It was news to me that there was a se- it doesn't even feel like a sexual prime. There's a period where I was sexual and now I'm getting less sexual and I have to pee more. Well, this podcast is uh, getting funnier by the minute. So where am I going all this? What's what's the point I'm trying to make? You ask? Oh, dear listener. Uh, The point I'm trying to make is I'm afraid to die. I'm afraid to degenerate into death. And I'm annoyed with what I have to do to possibly prevent that. So I'm I'm looking, I'm staring down the barrel of a no-win situation here. And I don't know. It doesn't. I remember my grandfather telling me, "You gotta, you gotta exercise, Josh. It's really important to exercise." Gotta exercise, eat right and ex- exercise, that's what he said. And then there's a part of me that's like, but he's dead. Ultimately it didn't help him. No one can escape death. I don't care how much kale you eat. And how long have you been alive, Mr. Jenkins? I have been on this earth five thousand years. Five thousand years? Yes. You can carbon date a piece of my skin and you'll know the truth. Well, it looks like we carbon dated your skin and then you are telling the truth. You are five thousand years old. Five thousand years old. Yes, I am. And before you start asking me questions, Let's all be cognizant of the Mel Brooks-Carl Reiner record and not do anything that's going to get us sued. Yeah, you're right. I was about to ask you a bunch of comedically charged questions that you would answer hilariously, but that's, it's been done with Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner. That's right. You've just entered into a sketch that you shouldn't be doing. How do we get out of it? awkwardly that's how by simply stopping so um so that happened that's my new transition i like that so that happened yeah i don't know all i, I all i do is i feel bloated and um and occasionally Inspired, Bloated and Inspired. That should be the name of my next comedy album. Bloated and Inspired. Hi, Dirk Johnson here. I am a motivational speaker who suffers from clinical depression. I have a new book. It's called There's Hope Until There's Not. I like to go around the country giving motivational speeches and then tearing down about 50 percent of what I just said. And people love it. Let's get a testimonial from a recent person who attended one of these motivational speeches. Hi, I'm Derek from uh, Cincinnati and uh, when I went to uh, see this motivational speech I mean, the first half of the speech, I really, I really felt like I could do anything. And then in the second half of the speech, I realized that it doesn't matter whether I can do anything or not. And I left feeling, you know, really like the right mix of inspired and, and um, hopeless. And it really, it really set me up for success in the modern world. That's right. For the low low price of 17.75, you too can own one of these terrific motivational speeches on your very own VHS cassette. Yes, we know that nobody uses VHS cassettes anymore. But that's the only device that we're sending you answers on. But back to the bloatedness and the bladderness and just the the helplessness. That's what it is. It's helplessness. I just don't know what to do to make this better. Of course, it's all probably stress-related. That's what everyone keeps telling me. It's all stress-related. It's caused by stress. He succumbed to the dark side of the Force. But that's impossible, Master. Not impossible. Was he stressed? Yes, he was. Did he suffer from anxiety? Yes. The dark side of the Force has claimed him. What has he been doing since he succumbed, since he, since he succumbed to the dark side of the Force? Well, he's been, he's just been using the Force healing on himself, just healing himself with the Force. Has he been injured? No, he hasn't. He's just, it's as a precaution. He's healing himself preemptively. As you can see, the dark side of the Force has seeped into his neuroses. Yes, and he's, he's constantly asking if everything is okay. Constantly people-pleasing. The emperor, the emperor wants to kill him. I mean, the emperor might just kill him for us, frankly. Now they're working on the trees again. Or maybe they're not. Doing construction work. Always on rush hour on this street. 9 a.m. is the only time that things happen. God forbid they do it earlier in the day. My name is Muffy, and I am an 80s yuppie cliché voice. Pleasure to be here. I think it's about time that I've done this podcast. I spend most of my days playing tennis, checking the stock market doing a bump of cocaine here, a bump of cocaine there. And saying the name Muffy a lot. That's living the life of an 80s yuppie cliche voice. Here's who I uh who here's who I am envious of. I'm envious of the radio personalities on the classical stations because they can say anything especially they can make a joke and even if it's not funny they still have status somehow it doesn't matter because they are classical either they're classical composers or they have that same classical composer swagger but they never feel shame in what they say you're listening to K. Mozart Southern California Los Angeles k fifty four nineteen three 3C FM 32 in San Bernardino. FM 47 in Simi Valley. I'm your host, Clyde McGarville. Today we're going to be listening to Obviously Mozart. And a concerto that is so breathtaking it made the Prince of Wales fart while sleeping i give you now Mozart's Dream Requiem conducted by Jack Galletant of the Cincinnati Pops Orchestra That was Mozart, conducted by the Cincinnati Pops Orchestra. Next song to sing, or rather to play, is a concerto by Beethoven. A lot of people, when they think of Beethoven, they imagine a man who's deaf trying to eke out his famous concertos with the aid of a listening device. But this concerto was actually written by the dog in the Beethoven film in D minor composed by The dog Beethoven, not the human Beethoven. The name of the piece is I Don't Recognize Your Smell. That was I Don't Recognize Your Smell written by the dog who played Beethoven in the Beethoven movies. He's often been described, our next composer, that is, has often been described as a man with absolutely no penis whatsoever. Symphony 27 in the key of G. by Pepard Lazarus, one of the greatest German composers of the 17th century, conducted by a giant mechanical robot and the Cincinnati Pops Orchestra. This next concerto by Mozart, you could say, puts the Zart in Mozart. And that's a joke that uh, only music students at the University of Rochester will get because of an incident that happened back in 1987. When I was there covering the famous Recording of Albert Schuller's Ninth Symphony. Let's just say an alien named Zart burst in and proceeded to set everything on fire. Hence putting the Zart in Mozart. I'm pausing now to let the laughter just envelop the room.